Welcome to the Ad Law Access Podcast. My name is Alex Schneider, and I'm an associate in the advertising law practice here at Kelly Dry. On this podcast, we're going to talk about new amendments to the CCPA that were passed by the California legislature and are currently before the uh, California governor uh, for a uh, decision on whether to uh, amend the CCPA. The uh, California legislature's final day uh, was September 13th, and on that day, uh, five amendments of the six we've been tracking went to the California governor for a vote. Governor Gavin Newsom has until October 13th to decide on whether to veto or to sign the legislation, and uh, then the CCPA goes into effect on January 1st, 2020, and would incorporate the amendments. Uh, at this point, there's no additional opportunity to make any uh, changes to the CCPA. Uh, once January 1st, 2020 hits, that's the next opportunity for the legislature to, again, consider and uh, potentially vote on uh, amendments. The only uh, potential change before December 31st, 2019, is that the California Attorney General is expected to release regulatory rules uh, this fall and those may uh, change or impact how uh, businesses comply with the CCPA. But otherwise, at this point, we know what the language will be when the CCPA is enacted on January 1st. And then the last uh, kind of important uh, point on that is that uh, July 1st is the uh, date when the California Attorney General has the ability to begin enforcing the CCPA uh, until that date um, we don't expect any enforcement actions, uh, although the CCPA would be in effect, so enforcement actions would be based on uh, noncompliance uh, potentially before July 1st. So let's talk about the amendments that passed and what they would mean for the CCPA. Uh, some of them were pretty non-controversial. Uh, AB 874 uh, streamlines the definition of publicly available to mean information that is lawfully made available from federal, state, or local government records. The bill also would amend the definition of personal information to exclude de-identified or aggregate consumer information. AB 1146 would exempt vehicle information retained or shared for purposes of a warranty or recall related vehicle repair. And, um, well, actually, that's probably it for the list of uh, non-controversial amendments. Uh, then we come to AB 1564, which would require businesses to provide two methods for consumers to submit requests for information, uh, including, at a minimum, a toll-free telephone number. Uh, this was a point of contention. Uh, some businesses did not want to have to pay for a toll-free telephone number and operational costs and, and associated with that. Uh, so the uh, AB 1564 adds that an online-only business is not required to uh, have a toll-free telephone number. They can accept uh, requests over email. AB 25 has not really changed in the last month or so. Uh, it still would exempt uh, companies from re uh, being required to uh, comply with the CCPA with regard to their employees, with regard to job applicants, um, business owners, directors, officers, medical staff, or contractors, and that exemption lasts for one year. Uh, one note with that uh, exemption is that there are certain requirements that still apply 
uh, in particular, the notice requirement. So companies would still be required to you know, provide notices, uh, for instance, on their privacy policy. Uh, but they would not be required uh, under that amendment to um, you know, provide information to uh, their employees or to delete the information of employees. AB 1202 uh, did pass. Uh, it was unclear whether it would because it's changed somewhat. Uh, at this point, it is a data broker registration requirement only. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not a uh, complicated uh, um, compliance obligation. Uh, it applies to data brokers. Um, a data broker under the law means it's a business that knowingly collects and sells to third parties the personal information of a consumer with whom the business does not have a direct relationship. Uh, those data brokers are required to register with the Attorney General. Um, that's a broader uh, requirement than in Vermont, which had the first in the nation data broker registration requirement. Earlier in the year, the legislature removed a requirement from AB 1202 that would have required a data broker to provide consumers the right to opt out of the sale of their personal information and any other rights afforded by the CCPA. Once that provision was stricken, the, the amendment becomes simply a registration requirement. And finally, the last bill to mention is AB 1355, which up until September 6th was all about clarifying the CCPA. Uh, but after that, it was changed and uh, adds now a one-year B2B uh, exemption. And so that may be one of the um, more interesting to a lot of our uh, business uh, um, listeners who represent businesses, um, in particular because uh, it is a potential uh, exemption from compliance with the CCPA for a period of one year in certain circumstances. So here's how that works. It adds a limited one-year exemption from the notice and rights provisions of the CCPA for personal information obtained from representatives of a business who communicate or transact with another business. In this case, the representative of the business uh, may be an um, employee, owner, director, officer, or contractor. And in fact, the business can be a company, partnership, sole proprietorship, and even includes nonprofits and government agencies. The amendment would enable a business to claim the exemption with regard to personal information reflecting a written or verbal communication or a transaction between the business and the consumer. Uh, those communications or transactions must occur solely within the context of the business either conducting due diligence regarding the company or providing or receiving a product or service to or from the company and of course the company includes partnership, sole proprietorship, nonprofit, or government agency. So that language is new um, and significantly changed AB 1355 and in fact that amendment passed. Now an amendment that had been pending for some time but ultimately did not pass was AB 846 which dealt with loyalty programs. The way AB 846 was intended to work was that uh, the CCPA prohibits discrimination against consumers who exercise their rights under the Act. 
AB846 contemplated that a company that runs a loyalty program or financial incentive program uh, might potentially be impacted when, uh, when, that, when, when, when they operate a loyalty program because of the potential for viewing discrimination. Um, you know, and, and the example there is uh, you know, like price discrimination or quality discrimination that may be part of a loyalty program, right? A discount on a, a certain product or a certain service, but may also be read to be uh, discrimination under the law. So AB 846 was uh, supposed to uh, fix that issue by exempting uh, loyalty programs from the law. A last minute uh, change would have made it um, much more difficult for loyalty program operators to sell personal information that they collect through loyalty programs. And so what ended up happening was that uh, the legislature lost interest, as did the business community that was supporting AB 846. So that law uh, or that amendment failed. Um, it remains foreseeable that that would be brought again in January when the legislature's or when the legislative session reopens. Well, those are all the uh, amendments that passed the legislature, and at this point, uh, we're waiting to see how the governor will act. Uh, we have until October 13th, and then we'll have some certainty uh, until uh, the CCPA goes into effect. Our firm, Kelly Dry, is uh, assisting a lot of companies with compliance with the CCPA. If you have any interest, please contact me or visit our website. Uh, we're also conducting workshops on the CCPA. Uh, details on those workshops uh, would be available uh, w when those come up on our blog, adlawaccess.com. And keep listening for our, our podcasts and uh, watching our blog for, for new updates. Uh, for the Adlaw Access podcast, my name is Alex Schneider. Thanks for listening.